the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are humping on our way into a Memorial Day weekend that ain't going to look like any other Memorial Day weekend I've ever seen in my lifetime, ever in the history of this country. Astounding to me, particularly given the news today coming out of the CDC. But hey, I'm glad to be here with you guys tonight, no matter what. Um, This is going to be a rough weekend for me uh, because of... Uh, when in t- Memorial Day, right? Isn't that when we honor those that have given their life in service? Veterans Day is about honoring all who have served. Memorial Day is, is particularly moving for me because it's the weekend in which we honor those who, who've paid the ultimate sacrifice. All give some and some give all. And those that had lost their life in battle for our freedoms did so to protect us in the world. From Nazism, uh, communism, uh, Marxism, everything that you see in play right now in this country. Shocking to me. You're going to want to definitely tune in Friday, though, because we have a big announcement. We are T-minus two days and counting to a big announcement here on the Andrea K Show. Hey, I am glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. lot of ground to cover tonight. Um, wondering if you guys heard the announcement out of the CDC for suddenly them, you know, changing how you catch this thing in the first place. Just more evidence of why the lockdown was, the, as Dennis Prager said, the greatest mistake in human history. We're going to have Don Jans back with us he is the author of the book road to tyranny he's a fan favorite of the show because he really gets inside of of he knows the history of the marxist movement in this country he knows all the different strategies and tactics and and moves that they play before they before they even make their moves so he's going to be here to talk about give his perspective on the lockdowns as well as what is continuing to go on with this Obamagate and more and more and more information that comes out that was going on with the with the Obama administration. Literally after Trump even took office, Obama and his people were still doing fake emails and crap and nonsense. Just absolutely outrageous. But anyway, um, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, Instagram at Andrea K. Show, and we're going to roll into the show right here with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who will take your calls. He's got us set up streaming right now on Facebook Live at The Answer San Diego, as well as Kaniacs, our fun conservative Facebook group there, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And it's DJ Carrot Stick. This is original Carrot Carrot Stick professional grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? I think you'll still be able to find some beach time over the weekend. Well, I'm going to find some beach time over the weekend. But if I, I, I pity, I pity the fool. 
in uniform who dares to come up to me and try to tell me I shouldn't be sitting in a chair. Look out now. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. My great, great uncle didn't get shot down over, actually he wasn't shot down. Yeah, he was shot down, but he didn't die in the plane when he was shot down. He actually managed to land safely on the ground before he got kidnapped by some Germans and slaughtered. My great, great uncle Kirk, uh, Kirkland did not die in World War II. Okay, uh, for a, a governor of California to decide his great great niece ain't allowed to sit on the beach, and I'm no fan of Andrew Napolitano on Fox News, but he said that any police that no governor, no governor, let me repeat, no governor in this country has any power to legislate. There is nothing that they are putting out here in the form of any guideline that is law. And any police enforcing it is enforcing a political agenda. That is a police state. I don't think we're going to have the police doing that. You want to know why? Because we find out today that the CDC has come out and said, guess what? Psych! All y'all wearing gloves? Because y'all, in spite of the fact that we can't have a plastic straw, we got we to gotta ban plastic bags, suddenly the hysteria and the panic of coronavirus sets in and everybody is wearing in, in Southern California gloves hanging off their hands. They're dropping them in the, in the parking lots all because uh, supposedly we've got, we've got feverish clerks all over Ralph's and Vaughn's everywhere. Oh, you can't touch that shopping cart until I wipe it down. I got to hose it down. Right. In spite. And and even at the time people were wearing these gloves, right. We were doing all this stuff. I was like, okay, you're going to put the gloves on and then you're going to go touch something on a shelf that somebody else just touched. Then you go touch your face. Right. Then you go touch that shopping cart that's just been wiped down. This is nonsense. Then you're going to drop them skanky gloves in the parking lot on your way out. Guess what we find out today from the CDC. Gee, this coronavirus isn't spread by by contaminated surfaces after all. All y'all who have garages full of Clorox wipes. (laughs) Ah! All all y'all hoarding the Clorox wipes, man. Uh, May may you mistakenly use, use it. I'm so tired. I'm losing my mind. Carrot Sticks is looking at me like I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying, right? May you mistakenly use that wipe at the wrong time. I'm just going to leave it there. I never bought into any of this. It never made sense. I'm not like Rush Limbaugh, who, you know, opens his show. I love him to death, but he's like, with half my brain tied behind my back and all this kind of stuff. But I do want to say, for those of you who are new to the Andrea K Show, you're right about a couple of things, DJ Carrot Sticks. I can spot talent before most people. Like last night, we talked about Sidney Powell. I did the same thing with Diamond and Silk. Same thing with Dr. Gorka. I can. I always know know the talent, the breakout stars, and I love them all. Um, I was also right about everything that had to do with these lockdowns, everything that had to do with this coronavirus. I got to tell you from the jump, it's it's because I'm an incredibly practical person, and and I'm not fear based. I'm not fear-based. When somebody, and I ask, I was the kid that always asked second and third level questions. I was the kid in the back of my, backseat of my parents' car as a kid when they were talking about how they needed to buy a new car. And when it was only been two years since they bought the last one. And I was kind of aware of the fact that I'm the daughter of two Marines, right? We weren't exactly bucks up. And I, I can remember asking them, well, you know what, let, let me chime in here. 
Chad, let's let's discuss this plan you got here. Let's talk the numbers here. And I can remember my dad saying to me, excuse me, don't make me have to pull this car over. I ain't talking numbers with my child. Okay. That was me, though. I've always been I've always been the kid that was analytical, researching things, wanting to know facts. And I said from the jump and I'm telling you all this because, you know, I feel like it's I believe in the I believe in the power of I told you so. And one of the reasons why I want, if you're new to the Andrea K show, uh, you know, I want you to, to realize that you're tuning into somebody that kind of has her finger on the pulse and is, has an, an, an analytical mind and ability to evaluate. And you're at the right place if you want to get some good analysis as to what's going on. I doubted the models from the beginning, said it didn't make sense to me. When everybody was panicked over Italy, I said, let's look at, let's take the emotion out of it and let's look practically and realistically at what's going on over there. And you've got to be skeptical. If there's one thing that we should have learned after the three years of everything that we know that went down with the DOJ and the FBI, the Obama administration, the mainstream media, and how they were cooking the election for Hillary Clinton, covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. Why would you automatically believe anything coming out of the mouth of anybody in government? I'm skeptical. Call me cynical. But people believed it en masse. And now, and they went along with it. They went along with these lockdowns. We have complete industries destroyed. And even right now, restaurants, most restaurants are not going to reopen. The ones that are going to try to have been shut down for months. And now, now the same people who said that, that had people buying mass amounts of wipes and doing all this kind of stuff because they believed that it was spread via surfaces when there was no evidence that it was, are now we have restaurants killing themselves financially, digging an even deeper hole for themselves financially to reopen amidst guidelines that are not based in any fact any more than the contaminated surface nonsense. How is a restaurant going to survive after being shut down for three months, Gavin Newsom and Nathan Fletcher, if people have to be six feet away from each other? Restaurants now, uh, 24% capacity, restaurants having to kill themselves financially, doing dopey stuff like bumper tables, having expensive mannequins uh, set around at tables so that diners in the dining room wouldn't feel like you got three, you're, you know, you're one of three couples. Have you ever gone to a restaurant that was empty and you felt weird? Yeah, and it's always a sign of a good restaurant as a packed one. Right, right. I mean, it changes the entire ambiance. You go there because, you know, you, you, you want to be amongst people. I mean, we're, we're pack animals, human beings are. Most of us don't want to be isolated. Nathan Fletcher announced today, funerals are, are, are you can go, we now, funerals can resume in San Diego County. Tell me, DJ Carrot Sticks, why people can go to funerals but not a wedding? I, I have no idea. Right. There is nothing in these six foot, the CDC came out and said, okay, psych, sorry about the contaminated surface thing. It doesn't work that way. But we believe in the six foot social distancing and everybody wearing a mask. I don't believe you. You know why? Because people are just now wearing masks. And at the time in which you guys were predicting the peak, nobody was wearing masks. At the time we started the lockdowns, nobody was wearing masks. Oh, we got it. And people were out. They were going to the grocery store. People were going to Walmart when we started these lockdowns. Anybody that was that anybody that continued working then is continuing to work now. We still had people. They told everybody then the stay at home order still meant go out, walk your dog, go out, walk the sidewalks. And nobody was doing it wearing a mask. And we did not. We have not had any hospitals overrun in, in California. The whole thing about the lockdowns was supposed to be about flattening the curve. So I don't even care if the CDC actually believes that everybody should be maintaining six-foot distancing and masks. They didn't tell us that at the time 
that we did the lockdowns. It was let's flatten the curve and then we can reopen. It wasn't we're going to we're going to um flat, we're going to do these lockdowns to flatten the curve but then but then we're going to drag it out and then we're going to put all these onerous guidelines and then and then now we got to also have the vaccines and all these additional moving the goalpost moving the goalpost and moving the goalpost and the same people doing this are are the same people now admitting that they were wrong from the jump on contaminating the viruses uh contaminated surfaces there was a, a before I go to break there was a 600 doctors that sent a letter. Let me see if I can find what they said in their letter. Six hundred doctors sent a, signed a letter and sent it to President Trump t- uh, Tuesday, pushing him to end the national shutdown. They said was nothing but a mass casualty incident. the The letter goes on to say things like um, that, that what the doctors themselves are observing that their patients are missing routine checkups that could detect things like heart problems and cancer, increases in substance and alcohol abuse, increases in financial instability that could lead to poverty and uncertainty. We are alarmed, quote, at what appears to be the lack of consideration for the future future health of our patients. The downstream effects are being massively underestimated and underreported. This is an order of magnitude error. The millions of casualties of continued millions of continued casualty uh, casualties of the continued shutdowns will be hiding in plain sight, but they will be called alcoholism, homelessness, suicide, heart attack, stroke, or kidney failure. In use, it will be called financial instability, unemployment, despair, drug addiction, unplanned pregnancies, poverty, and abuse. Because the harm is diffuse, there are those who hold that it does not exist. We, the undersigned, know whether otherwise. They give a couple of examples of patients. One is patient AF, who has chronic but previously stable health conditions. Her elective hip replacement was delayed, which caused her to become nearly sedentary, resulting in a pulmonary embolism in April. That's just one example. This is by design. Every uh, all of those those health issues that I just described that are going to affect the millions of people, but it's going to be labeled under something different. It's not going to be attributed to lockdown. It's going to be all these other infirmities, mental health issues, drug abuse and addictions that are created by this. And then what's going to happen is all these legislators are going to say, just like they're doing right now, we got to have all these bills. We got to do all these spending programs. Now, look at all these people with drug abuse. We got a drug abuse problem in this country. We've got uh, a, a cancer problem in this country. We need more and more more and more and more spending that's been the game plan really what it and ultimately it's it's cloward piven break the backs of the system the same people that are saying and, and pushed obamacare into the notion that poor people didn't have access to care are creating poor people and and mil, while millions are losing access to care even when they have issues like cancer and needing needing joint replacements and underlying health conditions this is an abomination, but it's planned, and it's part of a Marxist plan. And joining me next will be Don Jans to explain. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Um, I, I meant to start the show um, sending prayers to the people of Michigan. I guess a couple of dams broke 
DJ uh, Carrot Sticks in Michigan, and they're saying that uh, at least 10,000 residents were evacuated, and they're saying that parts of Michigan could be under nine feet of water, as if that state hasn't suffered enough right now under that dopey, ridiculous governor and her shutdowns telling people they can't even buy seeds. So if you are in Michigan, and, and I think I've got a few Facebook friends and those who listen to the show from there, so much love to you guys. Also, much love, Carrot Sticks, to the mayor of Poway, who tweeted out that 4th of July fireworks are going to happen in Poway. All right. Yeah? Is that, that, and that was the guy who greeted Trump. When, oh, was it? Came, yeah, because Trump uh, Faulkner went, didn't go greet him here at Miramar. So it was that's the Poway right. mayor that went out there with his cowboy hat and boots. That <laughs> yeah, that's Trump. right. That's him. I may have to go to Poway 4th of July to watch me some fireworks. He's in running. He's running for Hero of the Week. Yes, he is. Now, I was saying earlier, I was bragging on myself. I was tooting my horn saying I know how to recognize talent. I've I started booking some people that became big people. Uh, long before anybody else did. And you know who's got some serious talent, especially when it comes to explaining to Americans what the game is with the left and their Marxist movement. And it's my buddy Don Jans who wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. And he's got another book coming out soon, y'all. So you're going to want to get it. And he joins me now. Hey, Don, welcome back to the show. Great to be back, Andrea. Okay, so um, before the break, which I was way over the break, so thank you for um, being patient with us giving, getting you on the show tonight, but I was I was stunned by the CDC announcing today that, you know what, all this stuff y'all been doing uh, under fear of, you know, touching anything, you know, including your, you know, your stove or your hair or whatever in your own home, people hoarding Clorox wipes, now they come out and say that it's really not spread from surfaces. You know, what they have done to this country, Don Jans, with these lockdowns and these power grabs everywhere, seizing private enterprise businesses, which is your private property. Now, in order to reopen, you've got to do, if you can even reopen, it's ridiculous, onerous regulations. Stalin or Lenin couldn't have come up with better. We have, uh, you know, the same people that were saying that we have to have national health care because poor people don't have access to care. They've created millions and millions and millions and millions of impoverished Americans and hospitals are denying health care to people. They're laying off health care workers while denying much needed health care to Americans because we got to leave hospitals open to coronavirus patients who didn't come. This is looking to me like it's nothing but a cloward piven scheme to break the backs of our capitalist system, maximize the number of dependencies for power. Your thoughts. When you follow it, they're doing such a fantastic job. Um, Lenin said, you you never know when your opportunity for revolution is going to arrive. Um, Obama and his henchmen said, and of course we understand um, uh, Rahm Emanuel came up with this line, but they follow it right to the T. It's the same thing Lenin said, except they put it into different words and said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And that's exactly what they're doing. When you understand the road to tyranny, the road to communism, you go through different phases. The the ultimate goal, Andrea, is that you tear down the current society. You have to. Mark said that you can't you can't restructure it. You have to tear it down completely and rebuild it. One of the ways you do this is when you get into this time period, the dictatorship of the proletariat. Mm -hmm. And I believe. We're very much into that right now. One of the key areas there are control the people. We have to get the people to do what we tell them to do without arguing with us or without causing problems. So when I say 
wear a mask because it's safe, you'll wear a mask because it's safe. When I say you can't walk on the sand now for whatever reason, you won't walk on the sand. You'll say, oh, really, that'll keep us safe. Mm-hmm. So control of the people. And then the other area that's critical is we have, we, remember, we're, we're going to a classless society now. A classless society, we have to understand, is not truly a classless society. It's a two-tier society. It's your few elite that dictate and control, and of course, they live very nicely, and then, then it's your masses. And when you, when you destroy an economy, world economy, like, like is being destroyed, what you're doing is you are truly, truly bringing everybody, the bulk of the, the masses, into this broken, uh, broken um, a group of people mm-hmm. that have nothing. Right. They're they're destroying all of the businesses. They're, everything you see is being destroyed, except for your very few. Your the you're, government, you're, you're really. Kids. The government. The you're, government is expanding. Everybody working for the government still got their job. You tell me how any, it, how it makes sense for the Department of Interior, the Department of Education, the EPA, for that to be operating right now when uh, and, and people getting a paycheck. It's absolutely an abomination that anybody at a governor level is collecting a paycheck right now. They're right now, I think, in San Diego, San Diego the teachers unions are trying to get billions of dollars. When they sent kids home, the teachers are sitting at home on their heinies still collecting a paycheck while the parents of the kids who now have to either lost their job or had to give up their job to stay home with their kid all day because oh by the way with the shutdowns they can't exactly get a babysitter to come in their home it's just yet the yet we still have the schools looking for money we've got gavin newsom who decided to break the law and give you know hundreds of millions of dollars i think to illegals in this country and you know it's it's I could go on and on and on with examples right. of w- of what they're doing here to us with breaking our backs in in seizing capital, um, using capital for their own schemes. You know, Gavin Newsom shuts down all the restaurants, and then he does this press conference where he's talking about how they're going to use all these restaurants they shut down to do a food program for seniors and paid for by taxpayers. Isn't that nothing but an income redistribution scheme after seizing control of production? Absolutely yes, and then you then you find that where they build for their for their own families. Governor of um, Illinois, his family has a, a lot of money into companies that are developing uh, vaccinations vaccines. So it, you you go around and it just goes on and on and on and on. And here's the saddest part: is that the masses of the people say, "Oh, but they're keeping us safe. They're taking care of us," and they don't understand no 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 there is much 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 below the surface marx told these people during this time period he said listen guys it's not going to be easy and you're going to have to use despotic means his word despotic well you know well how do you define despotic i define despotic as governors deciding you can't go visit somebody in a nursing home. You got to stay at home. Your business isn't allowed to operate, but we're going to force nursing homes where we know we, there's they don't know. Here's what we do know. They're telling us contaminated surfaces, masks, six foot distancing. I don't believe a word about that. Here's what we do know for a fact. 
We know that this is not a general population pandemic. We know that primarily it affects seniors, particularly those average age 80 with comorbidities. So while they shut down this country and committed forced, it's, it's not economic suicide because the business owners didn't choose to kill themselves. It was economic murder of America. Then you got governors from New Jersey and California and New York forcing nursing homes to take sick COVID patients. Yeah. We've got almost half this country, half the deaths are really old people in nursing homes, which which was it, 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 it isn't it. I think the term is senicide. Killing seniors, I, is it? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. How can it be anything but but, but calculated? It, it certainly I don't think it was incompetence. I, I don't think it was either. We knew when we shut down or the first shutdown, I believe, it was in California on March 20, March 21st, was it? Mm-hmm. By that time, Andrew, by that time, we already knew that this attacked old people. Yes. We already knew that the bulk of the, the bulk of the population was not susceptible to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. And we knew, excuse me, and we knew before I forget, and we knew that in Italy, they weren't even bothering to test people. They were attributing everything to coronavirus. So the numbers, so, so much of the lockdown was based on what happened in Italy and it was using phony numbers. Go on. But if I can, if I can gain control and what is my goal, we always have to go back and say, well, what is their goal? Their goal is to completely control and regulate the population, not just, not just the economics, but the social aspect of the population as well. And I can get people to believe me that, and they're scared enough that they will do everything I tell them to do. Mm-hmm. I have complete control of them, Andrea. How did we get Don Jans to, to this point? Because that's not what our culture was. You know, no. I was talking last night. I grew up in the South. I'm t- we, you know, we used to ride our bikes behind these mosquito trucks that would spew this DDT fog, you know, behind <laughs> us before before it was be outlawed. And we rode in cars with no seat belts. And, you know, we rode in the back of trucks. And, you know, our parents smoked. And, and you know what? Even now, you know, I leave my house and I actually get in my car in spite of the fact that I could get killed in, in my car. I fly mm-hmm. on an airplane. Um, you know, there, yep. was, there was a WWE 39-year-old really handsome man i don't follow wwe he was pulled he was his body washed ashore at venice beach this morning uh after he drowned he and his son were caught in rip current you know americans you know we we're a culture that goes out there because we doesn't everybody know we're gonna die we were not a culture that that bought into staying in our homes and uh, to avoid anything that might cause us death how did we get here we were risk takers Absolutely risk takers. That's why that's why you would get get into a covered wagon and go across this huge plain with Indians coming after you go through mountains and everything else, because there was a goal at the end. We were dreamers. We would go. We would do what we wanted to for that for that goal. Our schools, we allowed our schools. And and the minute we started to uh, have the government run our schools, public school system, things started to go badly. Yeah. That's it because they indoctrinate people. Indoctrination of our of our students has been one of the worst things. We've also allowed ourselves to demonize risk takers. Those people who go out and do things. We we make like business owners. Because let me tell you, business like owners are risk takers. Like you. You're a risk taker. You you depend you depend upon your study and your your intelligence and your 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 knowledge to go on radio every night. 
I, I, I don't know of too many people that would be willing to take that risk and talk about controversial issues. People will criticize you. Oh, yeah. We were taught that when people criticize you, then you cower and you say, oh, no, gee, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And, and that's, where, that's, where, where, that's where I think we went wrong. Schooling and demonizing risk takers. Well, we've got about uh, 30 seconds left. Tell everybody about your new book coming out. I'm call, it's called Fet, uh, Brush Fire, Setting Brush Fires of Freedom. And it goes back and I use Samuel Adams. Now, we have to remember that Samuel Adams, the father of the revolution, he, he was a risk taker. And he's, he taught people how to get your message out to people who didn't necessarily agree with you. Not those who were 100% opposed to you, but those who were on the fence and didn't agree with you. And I use that as my premise in setting brush fires of freedom. Andrea, if we, the people of the United States who love freedom, are not willing to take the risk and start to set brush fires of freedom, our children will live in tyranny. Yep. Get the book. It's on Amazon right now. It will be on my website shortly. And when you get that one, I would strongly suggest you get Road to Tyranny. I strongly suggest you get Two Visions of America. You have to understand who we were, what we were intended to be, and how people want to transform us. And they're transforming us this very day. Well, Don Jans, thank you for all you do for our freedoms and setting those brush fires. All right. Thank you. Okay. Now we're going to take a break. We come back. We got more to talk about. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, some interesting news here today. The DOJ has weighed in on uh, California and their reopening plan because it discriminates against churches. Um, The head of the Federal Justice Department Civil Rights Division told Gavin Newsom Tuesday that his plan to reopen California discriminates against churches, uh, said that despite a coronavirus pandemic that is unprecedented in our lifetimes, Newsom should allow some in-person worship under the current second phase of his four-part plan because restaurants and other secular businesses are allowed to reopen under social distancing guidelines, but not churches, which are limited to online and similar services. Um, He went on to say that, um, I can't see the quote now, but something along the lines of um, our, our, the coronavirus does not deny us, does, uh, oh, simply put, there is no pandemic exception to the U.S. Constitution and its Bill of Rights. Well, then why didn't you go the extra, the extra mile and say that these guidelines, like Andrew Napolitano said today, these guidelines, they're not law. Nobody has to honor those. You, if you have a restaurant in San Diego right now, I beg of you, do not do these bumper tables. Do not, you know, th- this guideline that you have to, if you're going to go into a restaurant, you have to wear your mask until you're in a chair. You tell me how I become less contagious sitting in a chair than standing. Does that make sense to you? None of this made any sense. Why did anybody buy into it? Fear, panic. It's time now to say Enough. There's been enough damage done to this country, enough damage done to businesses, and stop if every if every business owner said, you know what? No. One of the things Napolitano said today, even if the police come and give you a citation, what's likely to happen because this is not law, 
It's not law. Shame on any police officer that writes a citation. What's going to happen is you show up to court and it's going to be thrown out because there is no law in the books for this. It's a guideline. Stop being sheep. Stop. You're coordinating. You're enabling with this. I beg of you. Meanwhile, your favorite person in San Diego, guess what Falconer's decided to do, DJ Carrot Sticks? Uh-oh, what now? You're going to be so excited. No, this is great news. The city of San Diego has begun construction work. I don't even I don't even know how, if I can say this without giggling like I did in the open, talking about people mistakenly using Clorox wipes at the wrong time. City of San Diego begins work on the first of six downtown promenades. Little walking areas, DJ Carrot Sticks. Now, I love the little walking area in Little Italy. When, when you're able to go down to farmer's market without having to be told you got to ha- have a noodle on your head to keep six feet away from somebody and wear a mask. You know, you, you, you go to farmer's market so you can taste the fruit. They've got good food. Maybe you want to have a nice coffee. The, in Little Italy, I think, I think there was areas like maybe even beer gardens set up. And people, you can't do any of that now. What do you, so we're going to have walking promenades to do what? This is how Faulkner is spending our taxpayers' money right now in Carrot Sticks in the middle of this? We couldn't get a Charger stadium. No! We can't even get the Aztecs to play. That They're talking about having them play up in, in Los Angeles now. He says these promenades will create a more welcoming, opening, open, and walkable downtown while planning for the population to more than double there over the next 20 years. See, he is so much a part of this communist. I don't, don't you dare call yourself a Republican. Kevin Faulkner, you're a communist. This is centralized planning, not unlike what they do, what they did in the, in Soviet Russia, the USSR. They want to shove us into these urban areas. And guess what? Supposedly, you look at the coronavirus. There's not. We had um, we had Jen Kearns on, who at the beginning said, I, "I've got to look into why these coronavirus deaths are so much more explosive in Democrat areas." And one p- reason it's because we know the coronavirus now they've admitted isn't that contagious on surfaces. Primarily, it's half of it, it's mostly half in nursing homes. The other half, people are getting it in confined spaces with people. Well, oh well, what a great plan then. Let's just turn America into a bunch of concentrated, you know, areas where you. The next pandemic wipes out more and more people. He goes on to say, uh, this will provide more mobility options and access to parks and green space. Help us achieve our climate action goals. There it is, DJ Carrot Sticks. It's all about climate change. He's planning to run for governor, and he's doing he's doing what Nathan Fletcher did, flipping from Republican because it was never any about any core principles or beliefs. It was always about what 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 was, sounded cool at the time. Kind of like what's his name, Jerry, whatever, who you know ran as conservative and then wept over changing to some far left. You know, he's now running the Chamber of Commerce. Who is a mayor, Jerry? Jerry's. Sanders? Jerry Sanders. See, I'm a Southerner. If we really detest somebody, we have a hard time remembering their name. It's like we want to expunge them. We want to purge them. This is just absolutely ridiculous. This, this is what's going on in California. Is he, is, he, is he doing what he can to help businesses reopen? To help save this, the, this town? No, he's working on green space. Okay. Thank you, Kevin Faulkner. We're going to take a break. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. 
AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, oh, that governor of Michigan. She's just a pill. She's a peach, that one. Uh, so she... In addition to presiding over, you know, the just the only state that's probably worse than Gavin Newsom right now in terms of behaving like a despot. Then on top of it, the poor Michigan residents tonight are underwater by nine feet. So then this woman comes out and says, I think it was last night we were talking about the NFL, DJ Carrot Sticks, saying they may reopen in June, but with nobody in the stands and how that changes and basically destroys the the industry in many ways. One reason is we didn't say we didn't talk about this is because many of the restaurants you know, uh, like in San Diego, like Rubio's and all these local people, you know, have, you know, that's that's part of their restaurant service as well. So that's jobs lost, uh, you know, uh, workers and employees. Well, she's come out and say that she just doesn't see how you can fill seats at all in any stadium until there's a vaccination. See, they're holding it hostage. They're holding us hostage to try to force this vaccination. And it ain't about protecting anybody's life. We know that it's about control. It's about control. Every would fill any whatever stadium would open right now and have a sport, that thing would be packed. Of course I mean, it would. I know a lot of people would still be concerned, but there are people itching just to do things. Well, it, it would be packed. Well, here's the thing. If you if you don't feel comfortable going and sitting in a stance, then stay at home. The people that are fearful right now are are, are as bad as the de- they're like many despots because they're they're thinking as though their fear overrides my rights. If you're fearful of me, stay at home. If you're fearful of getting within six feet of people, you control your body. You don't ever have to get within six feet of me, ever. I'm not going to force myself on you, period. There's no need for any of this. There's no need for restaurants to be put through this. What restaurant do you miss the most? Do do you have one? Well, I like DZ Aikens is one of my favorites, and they really pack the people in there. Well, yeah, and it's so fun to go there. I love the whole diner experience, feeling like you're, you know, you feel like you're almost like in New York, you know, like a Jewish deli in New York. Got the pickles on the table. Yeah, it's so fun. probably won't be doing those shared pickles anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, thank you for destroying, you know, like, you know, the experience of an institution in San Diego. I mean, really. Um, a lot of these rules are really ridiculous. When Right before we came back, Bill Holland's little news thing about the airlines, mm-hmm. that they're only going to fill the... Airplane sixty percent full. Yeah, like so we guess don't what? All know that that's just circulated air, right? Yeah, it's circulated <laughs> air. And oh, by the way, that just means that now you're going to pay double for your for your flight. Yeah. yeah. And if restaurants are only going to be able to reopen at twenty four percent capacity, now it's going to cost you forty nine ninety nine for a side of fries and the for and that pickle. The, if you order something with meat, that's going to go up because the, yeah, you know, there's not meat's not readily available. We're in the process of becoming Venezuela. And they can continue to do all these relief package bills and then do quantitative easing or print money. And then it ultimately it's like Venezuela to where their floors were just covered in Venezuela currency because it was it was worthless. Absolutely worthless. That's the path that we're on. And you know what? I think it was John Guandolo who said last week, he said, there's no cavalry coming. Citizens need to take our freedoms back. We need to be like that Poway mayor and say, I don't need your permission to do a fireworks show. We need to be a restaurant that says, you know what? I'm not doing masks. And we need we need many, 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 many restaurants doing that because what happens is if you only have one do it, then that one person is, is out there on a limb by themselves. We need every restaurant owner in California. And, and as much as I love Mark Moisure and what he and Harmeet Dillon are doing, I don't know ultimately that's the solution either because they filed that lawsuit against Gavin Newsom for breaking the law and using taxpayer funds, writing checks to illegals in this country. 
and the and the court that they filed it to denied her because the courts are in the tank for it. We see that with, with this Judge Sullivan and what's going on with Mike Flynn. I think President Trump needs to get the Department of Justice to get more aggressive. When you have Gavin Newsom saying that it's the federal government's responsibility to rescue the states, then he gives up the right to say that the federal government, i.e. President Trump, has no say in any of his guidelines and any of his decisions in reopening the states. You can't have it both ways, Gavin Newsom. And that's where President Trump has the power. He can say, I'm not going to give you another dime, man, until you reopen. You give the approval to reopen. Or, you know what, or what he could just do is he could he could just say what Andrew napolitano said he could he could have ag bar do it or he could go to the microphones himself and say okay here it is here it is we we are not we are not a country that controls its citizens we are the land of the free and the home of the brave he could do it on memorial day and say you know what if you're scared stay home that's your choice your body your choice if you don't want to go to a restaurant because you're too scared then stay at home the restaurants you have the right to open without any guidelines set upon you by any government state, local, or otherwise, any business, hair salon, nail salon, church, church. That's my take on it. Oh, in the running for here of the week is DeSantis. Ron DeSantis today. He's had enough of the media vilifying him and the governor of Georgia for their coronavirus response when they have had the states of Georgia and Florida have had massive success. The mainstream media blasting him all day, every day and giving a complete pass, not saying a word about Governor Cuomo and the governor of New Jersey forcing nursing homes to take to take six seniors. He blasted the media today. Here's a here's a stat I saw today. Uh, that while the journalist class, this is from the Hollywood conservative, uh, Amanda, I can't remember her last name. Our journalist class spent their time attacking Florida and Georgia, both were with Republican governors, while New York, New York was forcing nursing homes to accept coronavirus infected. 12% of all nursing home residents in the state of New Jersey are now dead. That's a huge number. 52% of all New Jersey deaths have come from, from nursing homes. New York has a slightly smaller population than Florida, yet it has 14 times the deaths than Florida. But yet, Ron DeSantis and, and, and uh, Kemp from Georgia are being vilified in the media. You know, when President Trump said the, that the media was the enemy of the people, he was correct. Absolutely correct. You control the message and you control minds. And quite frankly, there's no excuse for any American to really not know the truth. Because even as much at this point of MSNBC and CBS, Good Morning America, whoever is playing this game and vilifying DeSantis and Kemp and not holding Governor Cuomo and the New Jersey governor accountable, I think every American citizen should be held accountable at this point for what information they have. Because we all have access to Google. We all have the ability and the responsibility to know the facts and the truth of what's going on out there and not just buy into whatever you're being told whether it's how this is spread or or in any uh facts of any of the numbers we need to we need to like john guandolo said there's no cavalry coming it's up to the, to the citizens and it starts with understanding like don jan said where our country how what our country was about how it got founded what the, what what its goal what we were supposed to be where we're going if we don't if we don't take charge and take our country back we're going to be right back to here tomorrow night 6 p.m. pacific time big announcement on friday so you're going to want to tune in for friday show love you all peace out